0: hello everyone hi guys happy friday
1: happy friday
0: it's sue and t and you're joining us for our exit your Your night five podcast Podcast. yes and today you know it's friday um we're just kind of low-key Touching base because Sue wasn't here last week. So we wanted to apologize for not being live, but we are thankful that everyone did respond about all the awesome tips and we actually scheduled a few workshops from that. So keep the questions coming, keep the emails coming, send me the text messages because we want to help you as much as you want to. Thank you for
1: your referrals. Yes.
0: But we did deliver some amazing
1: tips from last week. But you have
0: to tell them first. Don't be trying to go there. <laughs> oh, this girl just came back from Morocco okay and then she's like yeah let's and just jump in spain and i'm just like um you have to tell them how that was because i don't go nowhere so i always want to be in everybody's business like how was morocco
1: morocco was
0: amazing
1: it was a true like Desert oasis—that's the best way to describe my resort because the pool was <laughs> just amazing. Like, because once you get in there, you you forget that you know when you get to the airport, there are guys carrying these big old AKs and stuff. So they drive you into your resort and they check underneath the bus and the the cars for bombs and everything. You know, walk through a metal detector. Wait, wait, it's just oh, they just AKs they and just checking and for then bombs. You're That's all. standing there like walking into the resort, and once you enter the grand lobby, you're like. I'm calm. I'm cool. They've got this Moroccan themed hotel with huge chandeliers just hanging from the ceiling. And and you're just kind of like, all right, this works for me. And then the resort we stayed at was unlimited Alcohol and food and drinks, all inclusive. So that was fun, and um, my kind of trip, right? And the <laughs> pool was nice all day. Apparently, it usually gets a lot hotter out there, but but I heard you guys actually got the Morocco um, weather while I was away because it reached a
0: hundred degrees. <laughs> I walked outside to look on my porch, and I saw Satan swimming in the heat waves. He was like, "You know, you want to come outside, girl?" And I just was like, "No." It was like. Humid hot. Humid yeah, that's hot. what we heard. Because like, flat iron in the hair ain't working this week hot. Fro- it did not get
1: past 88 degrees in Morocco. What? And it did not drop past 78 degrees at night. So I was really happy. And when I saw people starting to like tweet, uh, like, <laughs> screenshot 104 degrees or whatever,
0: I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. It's LA right now. It was so bad. Like, literally, like, Girl, I could feel my weave sweating. Like, I was just like, why can't I feel, what what is this, right? What is the stripping in my hair? It's my own sweat. That's how bad it was. Ooh, that's all bad. Dear God, we don't want all that heat. It's too hot for all that. Yes, I, I was
1: really like excited about that. So I pretty much <laughs> spent the day in the pool. Got to see the city. Mm. It was very like mm. uh, Arabian Nights ish and everything like that, which is cool. Like we had a really good time. The food was, um, the Moroccan food was amazing out there. Oh, What's your favorite dish? The kebabs. They are really good oh. with their seasoning um, kebab, like the beef out there, and oh. and they know how to make a lamb. Like lamb stew, like okay. Lamb
0: stew because yes. literally, I swear I'm not. This is not a fabrication. There's lamb in my refrigerator right now that I'm supposed to cook okay. tonight, and I want to stew it. Yeah, like, do you have a crock pot? I do. Crock pot it overnight, okay, or
1: at least eight hours, mm-hmm. and then it would just melt in your mouth. Cause that's what they said. They had it simmer in the broth, Mm. and that way, once you eat it, it takes away some of the gamey aftertaste and everything like that. So just season it with heavy with like spices, Mm. like the paprika. If you have you like curry, season it with a little bit of dash of curry and like you know a a big gravy sauce, like a broth, and just broth it up and stuff like that. Um, Get onions, saute that with. Mm a little bit of olive oil and then you know use some of the chicken broth or the beef broth or whatever and then broth that all up, pour it in the pot, and then you'll have and then throw in some tomatoes. You'll be you'll be I'm nice. I'll bring you a
0: plate. Okay.
1: okay. <laughs> I'll bring you a I plate. Love food. So yeah. that's fine. Um but yeah, it was a really cute, amazing time. I got to relax and just, you know, get
0: get out get out of this big city hustle and bustle. Yeah. So that I always fun. like when I can take a beat. And so especially as a business owner, it's important to like have balance because so many times we're focusing on our business. We're focusing mm-hmm. on how to grow our business and we don't really take time for ourselves. You know what I mean? So taking that beat is always a good thing. And today, now that we're taking, we've we taken that beat, we're going to be talking about marketing and mm-hmm. promotion. Like, now that you've been getting your ducks in a row, you've been making progress towards all of the goals that you want to accomplish with your new business, how do you begin to promote? Like, what is the strategy behind that? Do I need a strategy? Or can I just kind of put myself out there and see who's feeling it? Um, And these are some of the questions that I get. Like, why do I need to be on social media? Why do I need to be marketing? Why do I need to be doing all that? Like, can't I just make money? Sue, why can't I just make money after I've started this business? Why do I got to promote it? people don't know what you do how
1: are you gonna make money if i don't know what you're doing like you know how are you how am i gonna know that that i can buy chocolates from you if i
0: didn't know you even sold chocolate so true it's so true and so we just we're gonna dive in because you know why it's just about that time. So stick with us. Um. So tip number one is who is your ideal client and where are they? Like Sue just said, you got to tell people what you do. If I have a skill in something, but nobody knows, then I'm going to remain broke. So identifying you know, who my audience is or who the ideal person that I would want to serve that to is essential, extremely essential. So when you think about know what it is that you do, your personal value, and what it is that you offer to people, it's going to be easy to start to attract. I believe not necessarily in the law of attraction. I do just believe that once you become clear on what you want, you start to manifest the necessary actions that bring you what you actually want. Because it's more than just naming it and claiming it or thinking like, hmm, I want to be in Morocco with Sue and I'm not there. It's way more than that. You have to put an action plan and a strategy. So identifying like where your ideal customer is and, you know, even the pricing of your product and realizing that not everybody might be able to afford your product and or services. So getting clear on who that client is and where they are is going to be essential to your marketing plan and strategy.
1: Yeah, I mean and I agree with T. Like, you know, you have to know where to find the people that are going to buy. We're going to use chocolate as an example. Absolutely. I love chocolate. Where people are going to know how to how and where to buy your chocolate that you're selling, as opposed to me going to the store next door or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's really important. And who's going to buy your chocolate? Because yes. guess what? You can't sell gourmet chocolate to a five-year-old and have them appreciate it for the price point it is being sold for exactly they're gonna be like no i want the hershey's kisses or like the you know um the kit kat or something they're gonna be like well we got this amazing belgium truffle and you're just like for 50 bucks and they're kind of like yeah it tastes nasty because Mm -hmm. they're it's not part of their palate so so i guess um so so know your clients is like key like what um, T was saying and know Mm -hmm. where you're going to find them you know kids where are they their schools you know they're at basketball practice or soccer Mm -hmm. games wherever but that's where you're going to find them which takes us into our tip number two which happens to be advertising yes um you know yes, yes there are so many forms of advertising you see them in magazines television radio but in this digital age, mm-hmm. you can advertise on social media by posting. Before, it started with the whole website, banner ads, and mm-hmm. everything like that. Those are super popular. You see a link. You click on it. It takes you to the website. Well, like now, because everybody's using social media, they have transitioned to using social media to advertise. Yes. You ever notice, like, you're on Facebook, and all of a sudden you're scrolling through your timeline, and you see a notice that says... Hey, uh, event in, you know, Adele Live at Stable Center. Click here to buy your tickets. Mm-hmm. But it looks like a natural feed and not just mm-hmm. pop up irritating pop-up it's just yeah, like right. it, it's part of your timeline it's it's perfectly so strategic with yeah, yeah. and they've yeah. done the same thing with you know twitter and instagram and linkedin mm-hmm. and everything so it looks classy it doesn't look evasive and uh-huh. and it's kind of like oh look yeah. and the cool part is because it is social media and it's digital most of these sites
0: have the capabilities to customize it to your target audience. Absolutely, that's the beauty of Facebook. Like all of the interests, you can get super mm-hmm. detailed with your campaigns. Really right. Can. So, so the cool part is that they're noticing that you're always
1: clicking on, you know. Um, schools or art walks and stuff like that and they know that you have a product that's, you know, because that's your interest. This is your background. Mm -hmm. They're going to be able to cater your ad to specify for people who are like you where they're clicking towards these different outlets as well Mm -hmm. and these different pages. So it won't be like you've spent this money on the wrong target market or the t- wrong audience or whatever. So, with that being said, you're gonna want to eventually, besides just posting and reposting and reposting, you're gonna want to think about um, possibly pasting an ad. They're pretty inexpensive mm-hmm. online. Yes. Um, digital ads are super inexpensive, um, and also most of them, most not of them, most of them within yes.
0: Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest and Instagram and so forth. They have um, you're able to pretty much choose your own budget yeah like okay I name think, your price name your price but with google adwords and some of those other different sales funnels that are out there it's a little bit more pricey and so you definitely want to take in and in, and factor in how much you're willing to spend on advertising and I think right. identifying where your customer is like you know like Sue said finding like okay if I want to sell chocolate I need to find you know chocolate lovers but then if I want to sell gourmet chocolate I need to focus on those with a palette but not mm-hmm. only that You know, there may be 5 million people there. So what Facebook does is they kind of, you know, get detailed and and take that number, trickle it down, and and maybe it will go from 5 million to about 500,000, but at least you start to get a lot more clear. Mm -hmm. And then Facebook will also let you know how much it will cost to promote that. So when seeking out your platforms, know that advertising is going to cost you, but be open to whatever you're going to spend on that.
1: Yeah, and then so pretty much if you have a budget and you're like, "Hey, I have $5 to spare this month. I'm going to use it for advertising." You know, you divide 250 up to Facebook and 250 up to Twitter, you know. So yeah. so it's doable. It's not undoable, not doable or anything like that. So just mm-hmm. be conscientious of kind of Setting aside some money, it doesn't mean, like, when people think
0: advertising budget, it's this huge thing. I know, like Nike, Adidas. Well, Adidas is doing this. Those people have worked their way up over, you know, at least a couple of decades, and they've fought through traditional forms of media. And now even they are trying to understand this new digital space. They just have more Mm -hmm. money to play with, but the same challenges arise for them as well.
1: Right. So that's why. um, So that is important. Um, You know, learning, you know, which outlet is good for you and when is it time to take your product to the next level and that is advertising to promote it absolutely
0: because tip number three is nothing is organic so you will have to advertise using an advertising budget meaning like that gone are the days where you can just build up an organic uh facebook following or an organic twitter and or instagram um because everybody is competing with those different algorithms and the the powers that be of the social media world have learned how to charge us for what it is that we need um, in terms of business promotion. And so Facebook ads, Twitter ads, all of that, they are necessary to grow your business. The age of organic follow uh, follower building is obsolete. It really is. Okay, and you know, and with that being said,
1: um, well, we did mention there's a bunch of different outlets that you can kind of advertise on. Mm-hmm. Um, we suggest doing your homework. Like, yes. you know, if you're using Pinterest a lot, find out how much it's going to cost you mm-hmm. and how so much, how many imprints you want mm-hmm. posted. Imprints meaning like how many times you want your ad to be shown, how many times. Mm-hmm or when what like, mm-hmm. what time's a good time do you think that you should show your ad you know on there and how many ads and stuff like that so mm-hmm. do your research yeah. to find out about how many different you know ads you want to post when mm-hmm. and which outlets you actually want to use and which outlets yes. you have a good following from like you know it could be twofold if you have tons of people following you on facebook already mm-hmm. you know you might want to use that money to promote On Twitter instead exactly so just think about that that way you kind of use your money wisely you know maybe Uh one month Uh you're advertising on on Instagram and then next month you advertise on Twitter and you see the difference with the numbers on how many followers you're bringing in how many sales you've gotten Uh you
0: know what kind of feedback you're getting because you're able to track all of that you just brought up another important thing sales how many sales you got out of this advertising campaign Uh that is how you monitor the success of it sometimes but sometimes it could be like well so many people saw this which means that's brand awareness and exposure for you so you have to also understand that not all of your advertising efforts will translate into sales Mm -hmm. and that's okay um i'm a big avid watcher of like gary v and marie forleo and people like that and what they do is they teach value-based business they Mm -hmm. say offer value to your prospect and or your current and existing customers and clients and Allow that to permeate and build a relationship. Don't worry so much about whether or not people are going to buy, buy, buy right now. It's about building that rapport over time. And So mm-hmm. when advertising and once you've found who your ideal client is, once you've identified what platforms are working with you once you've, uh, and for you, and once you've identified how much money is, is good and comfortable for you to use on a month-to-month basis to advertise your business, Give yourself some wiggle room and be patient with yourself in those results because, you know, the problem that I have sometimes with these overly aggressive campaigns is, okay, I want 10,000 followers in a month. Okay, you can get 10,000 paid followers in a month, but then how many people are going to stay engaged? Mm-hmm. How many people are going to trickle off within that first week? Right. So let's not focus on numbers as much as we're focusing on causing conversation about your brand um, or as much as we're talking about, you know, just... Offering your why to the world it always goes back to that. You know what I mean? So um, Don't be so sales driven even though we all know the return on our investment is essential to growing our business Don't let that be the main main thing and another reason why you want to do that not just
1: sales um, like T said you want to also grow your followership. I'm yes. going to follow you if I see your ad and I'm like, oh, I like what they're doing there. I may not want to buy anything yet, but mm-hmm. I'm going to follow them yes. so I could save them. It's kind of like a bookmark. It's a virtual Absolutely. bookmark, but that that is important and that's why it's kind of cool. And then there's different forms of advertising. Like mm-hmm. some of you see like... The tweets, you know, it's a, po- a tweet that they reposted that
0: they yeah, consider a an ad.
1: Yeah. And then on top of that, sometimes in an actual post like you see on mm-hmm. Facebook or Twitter, mm-hmm. you know, and then sometimes it's kind of like you'll see on YouTube. They have YouTube. You can post a little five second ad or whatever, yeah. like a video li- live ad or a message. And, you know, and they've also got like um, party promoters use this a lot, which yeah. is um, text messaging ads ads to promote their parties, the SMS broadcasting. broadcasting.
0: Yes. They've got
1: apps that make it look like you have individualized your, you know, your message to them or your party or your your event. So it'll say Mm -hmm. like, hey, Tanisha, come tonight to like Mm -hmm. my party at this location and everything like that. But I've just received the same one. So, Mm -hmm. but it went out to the same people. It's almost kind of like having that
0: email campaign thing but Mm -hmm. for your text message absolutely because that's where the market is going um like at least Fifty to sixty percent of people are on their mobile devices making purchases. I recently just read an article and heard an article on the news about how most people are doing uh, online shopping, and that number has uh, that number has tripled this year. So you have people that are already uh, shopping for the holidays, yeah. and so they're online right now. They're ordering things from their their phones. They're not so much going into businesses. So you definitely, as a business, you want to start understanding how things are changing. You want to start understanding how you can accommodate your client in this market, and you want to start understanding how you can even accommodate yourself. Because like I said, you are going to have to pay to get this exposure. So that leads us to tip number four. Learn about, did we just go over tip number four? We did. Learn about the different ones, of the Google, okay, I'm sorry, online influencers. Tip number five. You want to engage with other people who are engaging with your target audience. And when you do that, that's called influencer outreach. So although you might not be able to, you know, reach a certain amount of people, you might be able to connect with someone who believes in your message and wants to promote that on your behalf. And so that's called affiliations, collaborations, and also influencer outreach. And each platform has a set of uh, influencers. Facebook have people that are more popular than they are on other platforms, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, and so on and so on. And so what you want to do is, like I said, identify where your clients are and then go To that influencer that is inspiring and speaking into that group of people. And then pay them. Um, The worst thing you can do is ask someone to work for free. Especially if you have the means to provide. You know what I mean? Um, I know even for myself. I like to get things for free as much as I can. Especially help. But then I also learn the difference between quality and value. And sometimes you have to make that monetary investment to get quality to offer value. So in advertising, think about those things and, and really understand what your customer or your prospect wants to see. You know what I mean? They don't want you constantly telling them about their products. I'm sorry about your products for them, but what they do want you to do is just say, how is your day today? Give right. them that opportunity to be like, my day was shitty, shit is fucked up, and blah, blah, blah. And then that's your opportunity right there to one, listen to them, tune in, and then outreach to them to be like, hey, well, I have that solution for you. And so those things are important in understanding, you know, how to engage and how to use your following, and how to use these influencers and how to really be impactful in your advertising. What do you think about that? I mean, I really think it's good. Like I said,
1: word of mouth is, is it's like, it's a timeless form of advertising. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter who it's from. It's still Hi-ya. someone... Someone pretty much speaking on your behalf yes. sharing, promoting yes. and all that so yeah that I, I agree completely because the only way for someone else to know about what you're doing is mm-hmm. if it, if yeah. someone is being told yeah. That's true. So yes, that communication is key. And so that is part of word of mouth. Word of mouth is key to promoting your business. Mm-hmm. It's all like a full circle. Like when it comes to, that's the whole business of marketing to begin with. Like, you know, you're promoting, you're advertising, yeah. you're, you're, you're letting people know about you and mm-hmm. your brand and your product mm-hmm. and, you know, even if you don't have a product, your brand, your your services, anything you yeah. want, it still works for every business model. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Unless you want a- to keep your life private, but then that's Exactly.
0: <laughs> that's another thing. If you are one of those people who are like, oh my God, Facebook... The world has cameras everywhere. Then, then this is not for this you. This is not for you <laughs> because you know what? Everybody's gonna see you. But I wanted to address Ron. Hey, Ron, thank you for asking a question. He's like, I need more influencers. Well, how you get more influencers is like I said, you take some time, talk with your team, and see how much money you're willing to pay, or even you know, find some incentives. I know as an artist, like if you're a musician out there. Um, it's hard sometimes to get people to come out and support you. It's hard to get people to get excited and then, you know, strum up that energy the day of a show. Um, sometimes what you could do, like I said, influencers and other new promoters, what you can do is you can pay people to kind of do that for you. So whoever you have in your sphere on um, of people, tap into them and just be like, hey, how would it you know what if i could pay you 15 to 20 bucks an hour just to go and promote this on my behalf to your 5000 people you know what i mean and let's just think about it if they work for 5 hours that's a you know a quick little 100 bucks that they get not to say that you know is little money because you have people out here working for like $10, $12 an hour. So let's really be reasonable. Let's not say, well, I have 5,000 followers. So, you know, anyone who wants me to promote something, that's going to be a G. Well, honey, you keep promoting right over there by yourself because nobody's going to pay you $1,000 to promote when they can pay that to Facebook. So you want to find people that are reasonable. Um, And if you are a musician and you reach out to influencers and you're offering opportunities for them to be affiliates of yours to promote your things, um also be reasonable. It comes down to the cost of their time. What is it that you need them to do and how much of their time are they going to be using to accomplish this for you? So, those are different things that you should pay attention to as well. And
1: sometimes it does not even cost for these people to inf- um for these influencers yeah. to plug your plug your converse with them items Ask and stuff questions. like you if you have something like really cool and innovative mm-hmm. and you actually build a rapport with them and, you know, communicate and contact them, mm-hmm. they're going to they're going to plug or promote your product whether you pay them or not because they actually like it. They they, they like what you have to say. Mm-hmm. They like your energy, your drive. So, you know, it's not always like a paying, oh, my gosh,
0: we're going to pay yeah, for this. Yeah, it's just starting that conversation. That's mm-hmm. what I want to try to say because I just think we live in a day and age where people, they're, they're, they misconceive how things are done. You know, uh, there was a time where people did have organic viral sensations birthed. But they figured out how that shit works real fast and mm-hmm. shut it down. Right. So now they're like, "Listen, we're going to monetize this. We're going to make money off of it." So you just have to be strategic in how you're using your dollars and just having that that basic conversation with the individual to say, "Hey, you know what? I have this going on. You know, would you like to stand in agreement and support me?" And if they say yes, they're going to do it for free. Great. But I'm of the thought to don't expect anyone to do anything free. I believe in principle, which means at least come to the table with something. And then we can go from there because you get what you pay for. So if, you know, a person can say, yeah, 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 all day, but then, you know, is there any results from it? You said, yeah, 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 but did you really promote? Did you really talk about my event to your people? Like, what did you do? But when you put money behind things, there's accountability that goes with that. (laughs) That's what I like. I'm Mm -hmm. like, well, I would love to pay you because if I pay you, then now you're accountable for getting this shit done. And if you don't get it Mm -hmm. done, then we can't work together moving forward. So sometimes... That helps to weed out people as well. You know right. what I mean? So Absolutely. So, so
1: we have a bonus tip. We do we? have a bonus tip. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people are wondering if they need Snapchat. Snapchat is like, I don't want to say the latest craze, but yes. it is very highly popular right now. Mm-hmm. And yes, your business needs it. Absolutely. It's essential. Totally. I mean, you can pretty much... Ooh, not live stream but you can pretty much post videos and photos of things it goes away in 24 hours it's quick oh God. No. it's quick it's simple it's it's got amazing like Geo tags for you to, you know, filters that you could play with. DJ Khaled is a big advocate of it. Like he uses he it to it. endorse, he uses it to endorse his products mm-hmm. and they use him to endorse yes. their, their app. So major key alert. Super major. <laughs> so, I mean, and there's a lot of cool things that you can do with Snapchat. Like if you have an event and, um, you know, you want to promote your event, you can have, actually create. A Snapchat filter for that event Absolutely. that will pop up so when
0: people are actually there, mm-hmm. they can use that, uh, that tag or and and then that they, filter. And they put it for the My Story. So mm-hmm. it, demographically it can kind of pretty much be like, okay, so everyone who's in the 9 to 5, exit 9 to yeah. 5 party, everybody who's here not only can use our filters, but you can like post it to that nine, you know, exit your nine to five stars right. podcast thing. So, everyone who is tuned in, you can kind of see what mm-hmm. everybody was kind of doing. I think right. Beyonce did it for her birthday, she did it for her um, birthday. Yes, they had the whole B day they did and that they the for Fab's
1: birthday. Oh, really? Yes, in New York, they did it for Fab's birthday. They did it for they're doing it for movies that are coming out yes, right now. Yeah, so it's there's a lot of fun you can do with it and use mm-hmm. and play for it. a so pay play with it so yes if you don't have a snapchat account go sign up for it download the app it's free and it's super mobile you could take it on your phone and upload it whenever so Mm -hmm. that that's our bonus tip
0: for you today and of course we always leave you with an action item team take it away well The action step is research advertising budgets. Find out who's paying what for what, for how many days, how many clicks, because most of the time it's going to end up being a pay-per-click. For my personal, uh, what do you call it, research and and, uh, experience and experimenting, I found that a $50 budget will give you some sufficient um, leverage. Facebook has a couple of different advertising campaigns, like you can do the boost post, which means if you had a post that was popular, you can boost it to get it exposed to most people. Or if you have a product or service that you want to sell specifically for a particular campaign, then you use that ad and you blast that to people with that interest. But then if you kind of just want to put something out there and get people to like you, you can do what they call an ads for like campaign, which means they reach out of out of your friend's demographic to other people within that demographic in that audience and so research the different budgeting options and then create your ideal customer like i said you attract what you want but it's going to take work so you need to take time get clear on what It is that you do and what you do offer that brings value to someone's lives. And then write all of those characteristics of what your perfect customer looks like. So then you now know what you're looking for. Yeah, kind of like your soul searching list. Exactly. This is very much your customer searching list. Well said, bottom (laughs) line, like straight up. Um, because I had to do that. And then this, like I said, will help you to get clear on what you attract. And so once you get clear and you're doing all these things, you get confidence and you start winning in the game. And Mm -hmm. so I hope that you've enjoyed, you know, our podcast thus far. Um, this is our fourth episode. We're super excited. We hope that you really, really enjoy this, you know, these tips because we're passionate. The two of us both come from the working world, but then we also took the leap and started our own businesses. So we just want to help you and encourage you. And so the month of October, we're going to be talking about confidence and really stepping into who you are, what you want to do, and start really living that full life. So we hope that you'll join us every Friday at 1 p.m. in the month of October. And we might have some guests stepping into maybe too but don't
1: forget to subscribe on itunes yes you can find us super easy we are Mm -hmm. the exit your nine to five podcast Mm -hmm. and click on subscribe and if you want to leave a comment or you know rate our podcast that is available as well yes so yes stay tuned and um we'll talk to you next week chuck
0: chucking up the deuces (laughs) (laughs) happy friday guys